0: Greetings, everybody. Welcome to the Carvan Central Podcast, number 209 for Tuesday, February 20th, 2024. I'm Steve Witchell in New Orleans. It's Tony B coming to you live from New Jersey. What's happening? I'm here post-Mardi Gras now. Post-Mardi Gras. Yes. Anybody coming in here live to watch us as we're broadcasting it, officially right now, 8.02 Eastern Time. Come on and say hello. Tell us where you're from, and we will... Involve you in the conversation. Whatever you hey, want to say.
1: How are your past
0: Morty yes. experiences, Steve? Um uh, good. I just want to mention too that uh, we're broadcasting on the Facebook uh Cover Band Central page in the Facebook Cover Band Central group and on the Facebook or, or on the YouTube <laughs> Cover Band Central channel. Make well, sure you remember, remember. Yeah, subscribe to that channel. That's where all the goodies are. And uh, there's a link for the book and I haven't mentioned the book. I don't know if I mentioned it last time, but get them to the show is a book. I wrote an ebook and it's about um, building your online audience and knowing how to market yourself and get more people interested in your band and come to see you play so that you get more gigs and make more money. That's the deal. And it, I just, Tony, I just, did I send that to, did you read it?
1: I did not, Steve.
0: Did I send it to you?
1: I don't think so.
0: I'm going to send it to you. And when you get a chance, read it. It's a, it's a pretty quick read. Uh, but I think it's really chock full of a lot of really good information. And I just, I, I wrote it last year, uh, August. Yeah, we talked about July, it. I August, remember. Somewhere yeah, around there. Sure. Um, and I I went back and reread it last night. And I was like, man, this is really fucking good. I like, I, you know, I don't say that about myself or, for other things that I do. But I think I'm a really good writer and I, I think there's it's really good information in there. So there's a link in the description for that if you want to check it out um, a lot. Of, I've gotten nothing but good feedback on it, too. And I, was I gonna think say
1: we got a lot of positive feedback on it when yeah. it first came out about people it's, saying that it it, that it definitely works.
0: It's It really does work. And it's what it's I've done really- to build the audience. Now uh the Facebook page is nine hundred nine thousand people, so we're going to hit a million. Yeah,
1: coming up on Pretty a million, sick. baby. Um, uh, well,
0: let's that, we're at episode two hundred
1: and nine. Howdy.
0: I don't know who that so was. So you
1: think by what? What? Do, what do we want to bet on, Steve? That what episode will we reach a million by?
0: Um, I, I'm thinking if I I had to kind of slow down my posting a little bit in the last week, but I'm going to pick it back up. Um, I think at the rate of growth right now, it it fluctuates. So maybe the average is like 25,000 new people a month. So figure about four months. So it's, you know, so June. Okay. So which would be, yeah, about 16 weeks so approximately Give or take, so maybe 15 25 more yeah.
1: podcasts roughly so
0: yeah so 224 225 yeah i that's like it that's going to be my guess yeah okay uh, provided we do this every week
1: <laughs> yeah let's say by episode 225 yeah. we had a million
0: yeah so this is in a super exciting year i got other stuff on the, on the plate on my plate now for for cbc and it's all really good stuff I, i'm not going to go into that now but um we do have a topic to discuss. We'll get to that in a minute. Um, but Indeed. yeah, let's, let's talk about Mardi Gras. Huh?
1: Let's talk about yeah. Mardi Gras, Steve.
0: Mardi Gras. For me, I live in New Orleans. I work on Bourbon Street. Those you don't know. And um, for the Mardi Gras, ah. week, for the Mardi Gras weekend, we played Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and then Tuesday. So five days in a row. The shift was one o'clock in the afternoon to six fifteen in the evening and that was uh six sets that we did and a set is 45 minutes for us and we run consecutive sets so we did three sets took a half hour break did another three sets on all five days
1: so steve what was the most memorable best thing that you can recall
0: that's a good question to
1: ask and then on the flip side what is the worst thing
0: you can okay. recollect from that, that one i know for sure let's think about the best thing
1: <laughs> okay let's start well with the-
0: i'll tell you no i'll start with the worst thing because that's very clear to me what it was saturday um this past saturday yeah no the saturday before the the this pat not this past weekend but the weekend prior okay mardi gras weekend mm-hmm. the gig was good it was busy it was really busy every day which was great um and we did well with tips and stuff um And still using the tip app, right? Yeah. Yeah. And that worked very, very well. I got to say it worked very, very well this weekend. It it doesn't always when it's really crowded because I hang up uh, eight and a half by 11 pieces of paper with the QR code and a brief thing. It just says, uh, you know, request a song and brief description of how to do it. And I hang them up in front of the stage. I hang up four of them. So they're on kind of all... All sides of the stage and two in the front and then two on the sides and when there's a lot of people in there people in back can't see those signs so people yeah. behind the, those first couple of rows um can't really uh, can't see the sign but that it didn't really happen that way any any time this weekend it didn't happen where it was so crowded that 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 occurred, but it was crowded, but people were moving around and people were dancing. So a lot of people had access to those things. And okay. it, you know, I I mean, what Tony's talking about is we use an app um, where people can scan a QR code and they can see our set list, our, our entire song list and then request a song and tip the band. Now there's a bunch of those out there. There's a bunch that people use and I've tried a bunch of them myself. Um, not all of them, but I've, I've tried a few. And the one I use it works great for me for our purposes it doesn't a lot of these ones that are coming out especially the new ones are trying to do all these different things like join your mailing list put all your socials in there um and all, all like five or six different things in addition to that and they're not really running the request thing as good as the one i use but anyway off on a big tangent there, but um I highly recommend it for bands. If you can take tips and you can take requests and you know a lot of songs, use this thing for sure. And you put your songs in there, you know, the songs that you already know. And then people, so there are songs you're already going to play anyway, but now you're going to get people to pay for you to p- play. And like I well,
1: said, keep it simple, Steve. You don't need all this other things yeah, going on yeah. in the background. Just, you know, here's the songs, make your selection, tip the band one of the Leading. days
0: there's one of the days when we came back from break almost the entire three sets which is about 30 songs were requests on the app mm. o- almost the entire thing like and you know, they they end up in a queue. You know, there's five in there, and you gotta like prioritize them, <laughs> and, and it's yeah. it's a lot of work on stage, but it's it's great, man. And then some people tip. We have it at a ten dollar minimum, and some people tip more. Um, some people will just tip and not request a song. Um, what happens
1: if they request fifty songs and you can only play thirty?
0: Then I, we won't take. If we don't play the song, I don't take the money. So mm-hmm. it 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 gives you a. a a red X and a green check. So if you you're gonna play the song take their tip, you press that green check. If you well, don't what
1: if out of those fifty songs, ten of them are the same song? So you're still gonna play it.
0: Correct? Yeah, but we'll play it, we'll play it once and <laughs> and you know that will satisfy if it's ten different people making right, that. They, they've heard their song, correct. Yeah. Um, but that never happens. It has happened where there's two requests for a song or maybe three. Um but uh,
1: but not 10. let's not be ridiculous now. No.
0: <laughs> but I manage it well. I've been doing it now for a couple of years and I just oh, yeah. highly, highly recommend it. Um, but so we did well. but so so I would say the best thing about the weekend. there's not one specific moment I can remember, but the best thing was just that there were crowds every day and they were excited and they were you know partying, having fun and and nobody got too out of line with us with the band. sometimes people do like get up on stage when we don't want them there or
1: get a little over overzealous
0: throw shit at us (laughs) or whatever um so uh it it you know that was a great thing the worst thing was saturday night after we were done um i did i did pretty well with it my concern was as i said before it happened was traffic and parking did pretty mm-hmm. well with it. Uh, once I figured out what, what I needed to do, there's a parking lot that's just kind of on the outside of the quarter, and easy to access um, from the highway. And it's a bit of a walk to the club, but it's worth it. And it wasn't too expensive. The most it was was $30. And then some days, it, another day it was 20 another day it was 10 So what's up, Chunk? Chunk's here.
1: What's up, Chunk?
0: I just saw his joke, but he said, I wish Dolly Parton, Dolly Parton's song was 10 to two
1: <laughs>
0: instead of nine to five. You know. uh-huh. um, but the worst part, Saturday night, I went to the lot and I see just traffic everywhere and I'm getting to it. And uh, a 20 minute ride home took me two hours. And I was for part of that time, I was just stuck, like I couldn't go forward. I couldn't go backwards. I couldn't go sideways. I was just stuck, not moving. With no mm. options. And that that's a helpless feeling. It's like and I'm looking at the app and it's just red everywhere. And then like and all these streets were closed. There were so many streets that are closed. So you think, okay, I'm getting out, I'm going this way. And then oh, streets closed. Gotta turn around, and go back to where you came from, which is a, a big ordeal. So yeah, that was that was the worst part of it of the weekend. Mm. One night it rained, too. It rained a lot and I had to walk. It was pouring buckets. Like I had to walk through like three feet of water in a certain spot because it floods super quickly here. Wow,
1: it's like going through a river. Yeah, Did you take your clothes off and carry them over your head style.
0: <laughs> I thought good. about taking a little swim. Nice, but uh, it was a little cold too. So, I hope hey, I overall
1: answered. not bad though. Great experience, yeah. you know. Good gigs. The worst of that is just contending with some traffic it's not like someone stole your bass or something you know
0: <laughs> yeah, right <laughs> yeah everybody and and also there was no night ba- band so we were able to leave a lot of our gear on stage where it was fine you know like i left my cabinets and my amp on stage hmm. uh, which really helped in you know just breaking down and then setting up the next day
1: interesting that they didn't have a night band
0: yeah i don't know why hmm. it was not explained um, nothing is explained to us. No, just so, play music. We're, we're not allowed to have an opinion and stuff. Maybe work for the man. You're always working for the man.
1: Working for the man, Steve.
0: Um, but yeah, overall great, uh, time I'm awesome. taking, I, I worked this past weekend. It was still pretty busy, not Mardi Gras busy, but it was still pretty busy and we did well. Taking nice. off this, taking off this coming weekend though. And to, uh, Reassess some things, mainly with Cover Band Central. Um, and i kinda have to start fresh in, in a couple of areas. So I'm going to spend time doing that over the next fresh, week and a half. Fresh,
1: clean slate is good.
0: And Chonk, if you're still watching, I, I asked Chonk a question a few weeks ago, and I think he was away in Long Island, so he may have forgotten about it. But if we can, uh, Chonk, if you want to address that at some point, that would be cool because I think that might be a good idea. Um, all right. So how about you? How, what, what have you you've been playing? What's going on?
1: No, I was off. I was off the past weekend.
0: And the weekend before? Time
1: to recoup. Yep.
0: Mardi Gras we're, weekend.
1: We're auditioning. Well, not auditioning anymore, but we're working with our new singer to right, get a bunch right. of new songs into the repertoire, get all our endings, beginnings, pruning through the, the <laughs> set list, you know, to maybe cut out some songs to be replaced with newer songs. So.
0: <laughs> check check, check the, the Facebook message, the last one, our last correspondence. But all good. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cool. Um, so let's, yeah, I want to get to this topic. Um, topic is about TV shows, um, about mainly the, the, uh, Come on
1: down.
0: The reality contest shows for musicians, mostly they've been singers and, you know, Idol was kind of the first big one in uh, 2002 is when that started, Mm -hmm. American Idol. And then a bunch of other ones, the sing-off, The Voice, obviously. America's Got Talent has singers. And uh, what am I forgetting here? Uh, oh, uh, X Factor too Was another big one uh, The sing-off was uh, just Acapella groups, so that was kind of cool and that la Yeah, that lasted three or four seasons And the big name that came out of that was Pentatonix, you know, huge mm. You know, they, they uh, Huge
1: You also have the Masked Singer now too
0: Masked Singer, I don't know if that counts I guess it counts, I- they sing covers, right? Yeah, exactly And it is a competition show, yeah, I guess that should count Mm-hmm Uh, do you watch any of these shows
1: no (laughs) i have though in the past i've i watched idol i watched almost every show that you've spoken about in some capacity at Mm -hmm. one form or another back in the early days of idol you and i used to have a lot of wisdom time chats about idol because it was new and it was cool and it was you know interesting we talked about maybe going you know check it out and you know, mass singer, I've seen a couple of those I think that's interesting too, because you don't know who it is that's singing, you know right a lot of times it's very hard unless they have a super identifiable voice right um so that's interesting, you know to see who actually makes it all the way to the end and who doesn't who right sing that you didn't know could sing right people that used to be able to sing that can't sing anymore,
0: right, yeah or interesting. Or, or, or people you just haven't heard about in a long time. you're like, what's that person been doing yeah. You know? And they show up as a chicken on on a TV show or <laughs> exactly
1: <whatever. laughs> deck of playing cards
0: right um, but that's like celebrities too, you know it's it's mostly people that
1: yeah, but it's a fun, like you said, it's another show where they are they are definitely all singing covers right right, right. and it is competition. The only thing is you just don't know who they are, and it's less of a fame type of launching pad, right, like Idol would be. Because, you know, like you had said in the description, uh, a bunch of idol contestants, you know, some have had their 15 minutes and some have gone on to, you know, to really capitalize on that and, and make, you know, great
0: careers out of it. Right. Um, so do you have an aversion to these shows or or are you just, you know, kind no, of- No, it's different? just
1: typically when they're on, I'm not available to watch them. Right. Got it. And I don't usually record them because I won't have time to watch them later. So. Right.
0: I, on the other hand- love them and i'm addicted to to watching them not so much the voice anymore um mainly because i I, when the voice first started dude i thought it was a great idea now you're judging somebody may only on their voice not on their appearance at first anyway that's how you get on um Mm -hmm. and i love the concept but over the the they they would do two seasons a year so they're up to like season 26 or something now um and they changed the the coaches over the years too and it just to me became more about the coaches and less about the singers and nobody has really emerged from the voice as a big superstar nobody
1: well i think that's what was cool about idol in the beginning right was because you could see you know this waitress from a small country town right who obviously has a great singing voice right and sings at work or sings in the car but would never you know wasn't in a band or wasn't chasing fame in that way who then has an opportunity to say oh let me go try out for American Idol and then they end up making it all the way you know or getting to the final And, and it was interesting to me to see that someone would have that natural talent you know, that vocal ability and have a great voice and then be coached, you know, through the show. And you'd watch them evolve from, you know, day one up to, you know, day 30 and how much they grew just in that 30-day journey, you know, singing and being around people that were maybe more talented than them or more established than them and, and having a voice coach and a vocal coach and a song coach, you know, to help them to get to the next round. But right. I always liked that about Ida was when, the, you know, they just, you have the, the fresh talent walking into that room and just singing a cappella, and seeing, you know, because, uh, you know, when they sing a cappella, it's way different than when they have a mic and they have effects on them and they're fully processed, right? True, true. In, in a room and it's just their voice. And, you know, nine times out of 10, when we used to watch the show, you know, Karen, and I would watch it and be like oh, that person has a great voice. You know, that yeah, you can just tell. You yeah. just tell right off the bat and say that she's definitely moving on or that guy's definitely moving on. Um, yeah.
0: These days just, they're I, not they're not doing just a cappella, though. They're they're coming in and playing instruments or they have somebody doing playing the piano or, or something or playing right. guitar or whatever they want. So it, most of the time on Idol now, people come in and sing with an instrument. Yeah, and back
1: then an they instrument. were only singing with an instrument if they played one. Right? Like, if someone happened to be a singer-songwriter, oh, yeah, or, I mean, you know, I, I, had his the, own acoustic guitar or when Taylor Hicks was was blowing harp, walking into the audition, yeah, 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 stuff like that was cool and memorable,
0: yeah. In the very beginning, though, they didn't have instruments, it was just a cappella. That was it when it was mm-hmm. Simon, Paula, and Randy. But anyway, yep. uh, Chong just said he watched uh Idol for the first time since a couple seasons and it was amazing how the content- contestants are so much better now. So, I watched I, Idol the new season premiered Sunday. I watched just the very first part of it because I, I went on to do something else. Um, But I watched the first c- contestant come in and it was this kid, you know, tw- early twenties, good looking kid. And he sang great, man. He was killer. Great range, great tone, just a, a great uh, uh song selection. I don't remember what it was. It, it was, but it was, fantastic and so i'm really really looking forward to it because i get excited when i see new talent um and you know see what they what spin they put on songs and what they can do differently it's just to to me that's really exciting um so i'm looking forward to watching idol this year Uh, but yeah like the voice i got turned off of america's got talent i always watch anyway you know you don't get really get too many singers on there but you get a couple here and there
1: But Chonk's saying he's amazed at how much more talented the contestants seem or the talent pool that's out there. You know, I can't say I'm surprised by that, right? Because it's Mm -hmm. 20 years later, right? 22 years later. There's a lot of other people that have grown up watching Idol and aspired to be, you know, on Idol. As well as, you know, I think there's a lot more, you know, people in the world now, obviously, right? So there's more musicians and there's just more. Right, talented individuals out there that are now saying, "Hey, instead of me back in the old days pursuing, you know, this path to become a professional musician, I now there's all kinds of avenues between YouTube and TikTok and social media, yeah, yeah. and you know, and Idol, and it's a different platform, you know."
0: And I, I also think that you know, twenty over twenty years ago now uh, is when Idol started, and there's people like you and our generation, but specifically like you that have children and our musicians, you're a musician, and you have children who become interested in being musicians, because that's what their dad does, or their mom does. And they do it well. And the dad or mom were both encouraged that this generation of kids now in the last 20 years, to learn music because of all the different opportunities. So I think that might have something to do with it too. just our generation being big influence on the kids.
1: And also you know? the the availability, right, of, of encyclopedias of information at your fingertips, right? You can go on YouTube and find yeah. any song and someone will show you how to play it, right? Or yeah, yeah. <laughs> learn how to play guitar. Someone's going to show you. You don't have to go find a guitar teacher at the local music store. You know what right. I mean? You can go online now and buy a cheap guitar and teach yourself how to play up to a certain point, you know? Yeah, you don't, don't have
0: to the- learn how to read music. You could just...
1: Yeah, with any of these things now, it's just, you know, you have such... A vast amount of knowledge at your disposal, you know, that I think it inspires kids to to become better faster, right? Because they they have more opportunity. It's not a weekly lesson with one teacher, you know. It could be every day on YouTube watching ten different people, you know, picking up ten different tricks or ten different lessons or ten, you know. Think about it. I mean, I go on YouTube all the time and find cool stuff, you know. Say, oh man, I'm gonna steal that. Right? that's a cool group. Oh yeah, cool sure. I do it all the time. That, you know, it's a cool nuance, and and you know, there's so much to be gleaned from it because you look, there's millions of people now. It's not just you know the local talent like we we're growing up. You know, you had a handful of bands, you know, and out of those bands, if there were you know ten bands and there was five guys in the band, that was 50 musicians that you could potentially be influenced by or be friends with or know or talk to right. or or collaborate with. You know, now like you said on the internet, you know, there's hundreds of thousands available at all times.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's, it's inspiring to me. It's, it's encouraging. It's exciting. It's exciting because I love music and I love people who play music and sing and and all that. And just seeing this younger generation wanting to play guitar, wanting to learn how to sing, wanting to learn how to play drums, acoustic drums and and bass and everything, just like we did. So, you know, anybody that was ever afraid of that changing. I don't think it's ever going to change.
1: But even so, with the technology now, Steve, right? Hey, let me lay down this click track with a, with a groove or a baseline or a loop of some sort. I'll send mm. it to you. Now, you can collaborate with me, you know, via – Yeah, the remote the, the stuff. Media, right. Or, or, or you can do – you know, we could do it together live if we have the capability to stream. But if we don't, I can record something as long as you have a similar interface, you know, like Logic Pro or Pro Tools or something that you can open it in, even GarageBand. I mm-hmm. can send it to you, and you can collaborate with me and send it back.
0: Yeah, I've no. done it already. Yeah, yeah, with, with Jeff, we we did. And, uh, and that none,
1: none of that was available, you know, 20 years ago. You you wouldn't yeah. have that capability to be able to do that, you know, unless you there was
0: had no Facebook, high end equipment, yeah.
1: you know, yeah, There's no exactly. No Facebook
0: 20 years ago. There's no Twitter. Yeah, no. 20 no. years ago. You, I don't even know if there was YouTube yet. Was there YouTube yet? Yeah, there was ago? there was
1: YouTube. It was early on, you know. Then after that was MySpace, right before
0: Facebook. MySpace. Yeah, yeah. Um. So, yeah, like when you think about 2000, like, oh, yeah, that was a couple of years ago. No, it was over 20 years ago. Mm, yeah, a long time. Yeah. Um. So there were a couple of band type of competition shows, too. And the, the first one was called uh, Cover Wars on VH1. And interestingly enough, it was in 2001 before American Idol. So I vaguely and- remember that. Yeah, and it did kind of have a panel sort of thing, but it wasn't, um, you know, it wasn't really like Idol. But it was, ho- and I went back and I watched one of the episodes because it was one of the episodes had Dog Voices, which was a band from Jersey mm-hmm. who uh, uh, were great in the clubs. They were friends of ours, and uh, I remember seeing it, I guess, back in the day, but I I hadn't seen it in a long time, so I watched this whole episode, and the premise of it was. Um, There's three bands, cover bands, hosted by Paul Schaefer, by the way. And there was three different rounds. And they had, uh, so the first round was, uh, they had three uh, panelists. One was Sebastian Bach. The other was some girl from some magazine. And the other was some dude from some other band. I don't remember his name. And they would go to the one of the panelists and they would say, "To all right, it's Dog Voice's turn. Play this song and they would play it for 20 seconds or 30 seconds you know he would just pick a song and then he'd go the next panelist same thing she'd pick a different song they play it and then they do that with all three bands and then they get voted on scale one to ten by each of those panelists now
1: were they songs picked from a list of songs that the bands gave ahead of time and said they knew them or they just picked the song and said hey hope you can figure it out. And you got, you know, 20 seconds to impress us.
0: That was it. You just had okay. to, oh, you had to know the key. You had to know the words. You had to just get into the song. And some of it was very cringe worthy train wreck stuff. <laughs> um, As close you can to it. Close to that anyway. Um, but it's, it's fun. It's interesting when you're, you're, you're under the gun right there. You have to do it. You, you do, you're going to do something. You know, one of those ones was eye of the tiger. And, they played it in a completely wrong key and were just, the melody was off and like, yeah, <laughs> it was, it was bad. But so, and then the round two was put you on the spot round two was, they would pick a song and uh, each of the panelists would pick a song and have the band play it in two different styles other than what the style of the song was. So play it reggae and play it country mm, or whatever. Right. Yeah. Um, so so it would be it would be a song that the band did know so that was decided beforehand and then same thing points and then whoever's uh in the lead is safe for the next round the other two had to answer a trivia question and whoever got it right was able to move on to the third round which was um uh they picked uh what was the third round i just watched it um Now I'm I'm, I'm drawing a blank right now what that third round was. Uh, It was a song that they didn't know. Oh, yeah, yeah, that was it. There was a list of 10 songs, and they had to choose from those songs and start playing it. One of the bands had to start playing it, and there was a timer. When the timer went down to, to zero, the other band had to keep playing it. Right from that spot, wherever that that band stopped, okay, which is a cool idea too. That is um, interesting. But if if the band starts playing it and they get it wrong, they're they're saying wrong words or do something wrong, then they lose a point. And that mm-hmm. happened most of the time. There was only one time where the song went from one band to the next band with any sort of smoothness, uh, and that was it. That I was the show. It. Yeah, and pretty cool idea. I think it came before its time um i know it didn't last long um and then there was another one recently in 2000 and, uh, and we talked about this on the podcast so it was 2021 it was called clash of the cover bands produced mm-hmm. by uh jimmy fallon it was on the e network and i yep. watched a couple of the episodes and i thought it was terrible um it was it, very it,
1: short-lived if i recall too.
0: short-lived it was and it was tribute bands it wasn't cover bands Right. And and it was two in kind of the same genre and they would perform and they would get advice and then they would work with coaches like a choreographer or a vocal coach or whatever. And then they came back and performed again and then they got voted and whoever won one. And the big prize grand prize was ten thousand dollars and a chance to perform on the tonight show, which I thought sucked. I mean, ten thousand dollars for a band, for an entire band. It's like nothing. Yeah, I mean, I
1: mean the opportunity to play on tonight show would be cool, you know. That'd yeah. be the only real perk if you think about it. you know, um, I mean, the money's Chunk cool said, too, but
0: Bands on the Run show is better. I don't remember Bands on the Run. I'm gonna have I don't to know that either. I knew I would forget some. Let's see. Let's look let's look it up real quick and see what we get.
1: There's Chonker coming through.
0: Uh, it was on what network was it on? Chonk? TV series. Here we go. 2001. IMDb. It was on VH1 too. Um, I might have seen that. And see, this is a better prize. Price package included $50,000 in cash, $100,000 in musical equipment. Oh, man. I, yeah, I think I did see this. That's, that, that's, some,
1: that's some serious prizes right there.
0: Much better. But all right. So I'm getting to a, a point here too. Hey, what's up, Troy? Yes. Troy Troy Miley there. I used to work for yeah, Troy. Troy. Um, so man, roundabout that Joe.
1: journey that's brought us to this point, Steve.
0: Joe asked, uh, did you see the recent Rick Beato where he showed trends that hip-hop is going down and guitar work is coming back up? Yes, I didn't see that, but I agree I did.
1: with him. I did see that. He was saying – he was analyzing trends over the past uh, – Five or 10 years, I think. And he was showing, you know, the dominance of, of hip hop, you know, and, and country and and rock and pop. And it's it's been pop and hip hop at the top, you know, for, for a long time. That's true. A- and now it's starting to come down where hip hop is starting to level off. And um, it's not quite as 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 prevalently
0: dominant as it once was. Sean said, I think School of Rock should do a competition show. All right. So, yeah, I'm getting to this now. A few weeks ago in the in the group in the cover band central group on facebook this dude posted about this tv show is coming up they're looking for cover bands that are like kind of like dad bands guys that have been around for a while have other jobs but still play on the weekend or you know just people that have been around for a while mm-hmm. um and I, uh, in in the group on cover band central ask people if they're interested to submit this blah 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 to this uh you know this email address And when I saw that post, I'm like, I got to talk to this guy because I love the idea of a a show about cover bands. I've been talking about it for years. I'm not in TV production, so I have no way of making a TV show. But I've been thinking about it for a long time and how I envision it should be. And where it's celebrating cover bands, because that Jimmy Fallon show kind of seemed like it was mocking bands a little bit. And, and I want to celebrate them. I want to celebrate these musicians, us, that have been working at this for decades, that know the ups and downs of it and the, the joys that come with it and the struggles and all of it. So as I learned more about this from the sky, I found out that that's really the case. That's what they're looking for. They're looking for somebody with a story, you know, that, and that's what makes interesting TV. You know, we all sure. know that. Um, but a band with a story that's that's interesting. So he asked people to submit and he a lot of people he said didn't follow direction. So I started communicating with him and then eventually we did a live stream last week and you know cleared everything up about what he's looking for and uh gave the information. So I want to put it on the screen too. I still have it in here. If you're interested in being in a TV show about cover bands and featured there then send um your send a video of your band short video one minute long a, or a link to it um, and then a short introduction video uh, to, about yourself so about you or your band just a short who you are why you should be part of this thing and your contact information and that's it and send that to music show submissions at gmail.com um i'm not getting anything for this other than the joy of being a part of this process of making this happen because i really hope it does happen and does do justice to the cover band community to us to all of us that have been working at this and still do um so if you're interested send that your information to that or just ask me what you need um, i'm sure i'm going to be in contact with him more and um we might do another live stream and, and and whatnot as it gets closer he doesn't think it's going to start production until the fall so it's probably september so you do have time but the sooner you get in the more likely you're going to get part of this mm. and i want to kind of take that back to it is going to be a competition show that i don't really know much more about it as i do i'll let you guys know um but I, as with the other shows kind of alluding back to what we were talking about before. Even if you don't win, you still have doors that will open for you. You'll meet certain people. You'll get certain experience and you'll also be able to use it as a resume item or as something as a sales tool like there's a guy here in New Orleans who was on The Voice and he didn't win and he didn't even make it to the top five or the top ten, I don't think, but he did well. He's he had a great voice. And he now anytime he goes out to play, it's so-and-so from The Voice. And mm-hmm. that gets people attention. It gives you more credibility. Um, and it, it will help you in the future. So even if you think, bah, these shows, you know, you can't win, I think it's still really good to be involved. And I don't really know the extent of what the show is going to be. I don't think it's going to be like any of those, either of those cover band shows that were on before. I think it's going to be deeper. And that's that's what we're looking for is deeper.
1: Hey, even just the experience and of the journey and the people you'll meet along the way, right? And the exposure your band will get and connections you can make. You never know what what can come of that, you know. Even if you yeah. don't make it to the TV show or you don't win the whole thing, like you said.
0: And I think your band should do it, or at least you know, yeah. if you're interested, should. Submit. I would agree.
1: That's a good that's a good Cinderella story to tell.
0: Yeah, you know, and you guys are real competent musicians, you pick really interesting songs. Um, So tell the guys about it. And, you know, whatever information you need from me, I'll give it to you. Cool. And see if they're interested, because it's, you know, you're, you're kind of in the dad band. ages, I guess.
1: (laughs) Yeah no Um, listen. there's nothing listen we've i've been in every type of cover band right i've been in the youngest cover band on the bill i've been in the oldest cover band on the bill and everything in between you know original and cover and and it's a testament like you said to being able to play music for over 50 years you know and, and be out doing it and not playing the songs that everyone else plays and and like you said there's a lot of bands out there that are doing it like we're um we get nominated for they do like a local uh, Hudson Valley does this like a Grammy type of thing. They call it something else, though, and you vote for your band and you nominate them and then bands get, you know, voted on. And then they pick like best band in the Hudson Valley or best band right, in the, right. you know, the, this area and the region. Um, and we we always, you know participate in that and get nominated and usually we don't nominate ourselves someone nominates us you know or we found ourselves on the ballot you know and then you hey spread the word you know vote for us and stuff you know and we've had some success you know some great success with that and now having a new member in the band you know it's like anything else it's it's another you know i'll call it version 2.0 you know it's going to be a different you know same band but you know different lead singer different dynamic uh you know different you know newer eclectic songs to put in with the, with the, the set list, you know, to supplement some of the older tunes. And then right. we have some staples that we, we always keep in, you know,
0: right. But, so always, if you,
1: you know, picking tough songs.
0: Yeah. And if you could tell your story succinctly in, in a, like in a minute mm-hmm. about your, you know, and put that on a video, that's what you need. And then just a quick performance video, something that just shows, you know, what, what you guys do. Um, cool. Joe, Joe asked, uh, do we have to fly out to LA on our own dime for this? Plus take off time for your day job. No idea. I have no idea how it's gonna, the production, what it's gonna be. It's too early to know any of that. And I wouldn't let that keep, keep you from submitting, you know, if, no. oh my God, I have to take a look for it. Cause you don't, you have no idea. So, you know, the worst that could happen is nothing.
1: Right, And yeah. maybe you're grateful that you have to take off a week of work to go out to l a to go film a TV show.
0: yeah, that might <laughs> right. be, that might be a great be thing. A way to spend
1: a week off right
0: uh, Chuck asks, why don't you do it, Steve? Um, a couple of reasons. Uh, I don't think the band that I currently play in would be appropriate for this program of what I know about it. And the other reason is I would rather be a part somehow of the production of it. And I, I, mm. I pitched that to, to Shane, um, and he's not the decision maker for that, but he, uh, you know, Well, he's Steve, happy. If, my,
1: if OC5 makes it to the final round, you can be my creative consultant, all right? There, yeah. you can come, you can come with us. Um,
0: yeah, I, I'd like to get into that part of it if I can. And I don't know how I can, but I know I have an audience of nearly a million people, a curated cover band Yeah, you might know a little bit bit about... I might know a little bit. You might know
1: a little bit. You might be able to offer something.
0: So, yeah, that's what I would prefer. So we'll we'll see. Um, Maybe nothing will happen for me either. And that's okay. I'm happy to be a facilitator for them and for this project to get them, you know, bands. And if it comes to where, like, a cover band, Central Band, makes it on this TV show and all of a sudden they get this national recognition, then... I'm thrilled about that. Thrilled. And uh, uh, Steve can play cowbell for me for Tony. I can play cowbell for you. Is what he's saying.
1: You could do that. I have, I have extra cowbell, tambourine. I, I see that Tamarine. We have many, of <laughs> well, things. Many things you can play, Steve. Many.
0: Yeah. Just tell sure.
1: Me what Big orchestral cymbals.
0: <laughs> How about a gong? You got a gong.
1: That's one of the things I don't have a gong, but I have. Um, A symbol that sounds like a gong if I roll on it with mallets, Um, but I thought about getting a gong, but they're very expensive for a good gong. They're thousands of dollars. You know, you can't get like gimmicky one. You have to get like a real deal gong. But hey, speaking of gong, just for you know, in your spare time, (laughs) look up on YouTube, Gong Master plays eighty-inch peisty gong, and it's an eighty-inch gong, right? So it's giganto and he plays it with this very light touch of a mallet and it sounds like a movie track like a soundtrack from a horror film and it or the universe being created it's got the it's not like what you think it's not like like a gong sound it's this ethereal creepy crazy low frequency you know, let's do it with headphones, too. You'll be amazed. There's a
0: couple of them here on YouTube.
1: Yeah, but the Gong Master playing the playing the 80-inch Gong. And he's in a room full of people, and he keeps telling people, like, shh, you got to be quiet so you can hear it. And he does, like, he manipulates it. It's very cool.
0: So huh, after, I don't, after, I don't after see the broadcast, the you
1: can check it out. Gong Master.
0: Oh, 80 wait. 80, gong Master creates eerie music on Giant Gong? Is that it? Uh, It might be. Peisty, right? 80, yeah, 80-inch 80 Peisty, yeah. All right, let's check it out. Let's see if I can put it. See if I can put it on the screen here. Yeah,
1: but that's what that, that changed my whole concept okay. of gongs.
0: Let's see. Hang on, let me see. If not I that can... you're
1: buying a fifteen thousand dollar eighty inch gong, but it does exist if you want it.
0: No, I won't be ever probably. Uh, also share the audio. Okay, yeah. So let's see. Is this
1: no? No, that's not the one. It's not That's bad. not the one? No.
0: No. It says Gong Master. Yeah.
1: yeah. Different guy, though.
0: Well, it might still be cool.
1: Yeah, I'm trying to see if there's anything on the right-hand side for the Gong Master, but no. Okay, you could try it. Let's try it. Let's see it's not the one see. I was thinking of, but it's... Oh, my God. Yeah, the audio is not the same on this one, but it's similar. That's intense, though, huh? Yeah, but the other ones, when you can find it, like I said, the other ones are super intense. Um,
0: give me a Gong Master Plays. What is it? 80-inch? 80-inch. Peisty. shift key.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Come on, now. Fingers. Do some work. See. That's it. Okay. You see
0: it?
1: No. Scroll down a little bit.
0: I think you're making this up then.
1: No, it's a guy in a room. Bunch of people.
0: Hmm. All right. Well, you out near the audience there can scroll through. Yeah, no. See if you, you can find can be,
1: it. Yeah, it's not there, but it does exist. That thing is super It's cool pretty intense. It. Yeah, it's, it's definitely, it's wild when you start investigating gongs that they're not what you think like the traditional gong would sound like. And there's so many different gongs, but when they get that large, they have these crazy frequencies and they barely touch them like the guy. So was just, he's barely, barely touching it with the mallet. And it was like erupting into this giant sonic experience. It's really cool. Right.
0: Uh, yeah. T- uh, I guess Joe's a little behind here, but he said, Tony, we just did the same thing several months ago. New female lead singer. She learned all of our tunes, and now we're learning lots of new ones and having a great time.
1: Excellent, Tom's River, Tom's New Jersey. Tr- yeah, River, yeah. fellow New Jerseyan. Yeah, it's interesting, you yeah. know, because it, it it and it's like a double edged sword in a way, right? Because you you have a a band, at least in my situation, where it became a machine. You know, it becomes in sync, right? You've been doing it with the same lineup, and you have the so- songs and everyone's polished and worked on their stuff and the the, the show is arranged in a certain way and you have segues from one song into the next and everyone's comfortable with what they're singing and what they're playing. And, you know, you go to gigs confident and ready to have fun and have a good time. And then a member departs the band and you think, Oh man, you know, this is, this is terrible, right? Because it's going to be a different band now. It's not going to be the same, but then you realize that it's going to be different. Right. And, you keep yourself open to that opportunity to embrace be, it. Yeah. Get excited. It's gonna be about great. It. It's going to be better. It's going to be fun. It's going to be new. It's going to be something completely different, you know, but the same in a way. And, you know, usually it's better if you seek it to be better, you know, and if you expect it to be better, it will be, um, Agreed. you know, so you have to embrace it with, with excitement and, and with the open mind.
0: Agreed. It you is know? exciting. Yeah, we it did talk about is. that yeah. a few episodes ago about your experience with that and my. Uh, so we'll find out,
1: like I said, coming up, you know, we got a couple of gigs left with our original lineup we have now. And then I think April is when uh, we'll be coming out with a new new lineup.
0: Very exciting. But yeah, get into that. Uh, tell the guys about this show that I'm talking about and see if they're interested. In...
1: I definitely will. It doesn't matter if they're interested or not. We'll just tell them they have to do it. <laughs> there you go. No, it's not something we think would be. I already sent the stuff in, guys. So just let you know.
0: Yeah. Um, Of course,
1: we'll discuss it. Band's supposed to be a democracy. You know, everyone has to have a say.
0: Right. Ideally.
1: No no dictators. You could be outvoted, though, you know?
0: Yes. True. Um, It's good. Yeah, I don't think anybody has anything to lose here. You know, you just... You know the oh, worst thing like that can then... happen is nothing and the best thing that can happen is you could be the something <laughs> on on something on a TV show and get some national recognition and and get some higher paying gigs out of out of that yeah you know? You, you know at the very least you could be like yeah I was on this show or our band was on this show and now you're gonna command top dollar
1: yeah or I took a week off of work and went to la and recorded this television show yeah TV star now yeah going autograph
0: <laughs>
1: Bobby, sign some autographs for me. You got to have them ready to go hand out, you know?
0: All right. So get that on. I'll put that uh, banner up again to that email address musicshowsubmissions at gmail.com. Sheen is your contact. Sheen Solowski. And he's a good dude. Uh, we have a lot in common. And uh, all right. So, and the, the book aforementioned ebook that I talked about Get him to the show. To show get him to the com is where you can get it. And read about it. It's a money-back guarantee. If it doesn't work for you, I'll give you your money back. I'm going to uh, read
1: my copy as soon as I get it, and I'm going to let you know. I'll
0: send it to you. And there's a link in the description for that if you want to just clicky-click that, and it will take you take it to there. And as always, cover and there you have it Central.com, the newly designed Cover van, Central.com. Yes. Check out the website. Lots of good stuff there. There's uh, another comment here. Newly Improved. Uh, Facebook user needs double gongs next to his China symbols.
1: Yes. Good. Double gongs are good.
0: Right. Um, you got anything else, dude? You want to talk? No,
1: about? I, I did want to get a gong now that we're just closing the loop on the gong, but, um, <laughs> you know, I did get some new symbols, but a gong was not one of them.
0: Unfortunately. Right. Well, we're going to work on that for you. For we'll uh, gongs. Yep. I want an 80 right inch. I, yeah. I can from- go. Go fund me
1: for a $15,000 gong. (laughs) And just think if you, if you donate money towards the GoFundMe for the 80 inch gong, I'll put it right behind me. Like we'll make it part of the show.
0: We can maybe do that. If you really want it, we can maybe do that. All right, guys. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you next time.
2: It's NFL draft season. And that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football.